Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's December 24th. Merry Christmas. And another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Aria, Rebecca, and Ali. The Retrospectors. So it was on this day, and uh, Arian and Rebecca are looking at me deliciously blankly because they have no idea what's coming, that we played the first ever Retrospectors Quiz of the Year! Yes! Yay! <laughs> oh, I was genuinely enthusiastic, and Arian just crumbled. Nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to test your knowledge on our first 168 episodes. Wowza. I am going to fail this. <laughs> We're finally going to expose you for what you are, yeah, Arian. Complete fraud. Cramming in a fact from the internet. <laughs> yeah, in one ear, out the other. The, the, the straight out. Before we proceed with that, though, some admin for you listening, because this is our last episode of 2021. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for joining us on yeah. this journey so far this year. Yes, thank you. It's, you know, we, we sometimes do feel like we're sort of doing this in a in a room by ourselves, largely because the pandemic has us in a yes, room by ourselves. That's right. So this, is, this week has been the first time we've been in a room podcast together i don't know if you've heard that difference uh i don't know also what the covid rules are right now when you're listening because we recorded this two weeks ago we are not breaking the law currently at the time of recording we were within the law um but we have created this format that means we can't break the fourth wall normally and talk to you so thank you for listening Please tell your friends about us. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be nice. Yeah, and keep talking to us on social media because we absolutely love hearing feedback, even if it's to point out a factual error. (laughs) (laughs) And if you have a suggestion uh, for something that you'd love to hear us cover, do drop us a line. We'd love to have your suggestions and, you know, make this not just a one-directional thing. TheRetrospectors at gmail.com. We're an interactive show. Who knew? Wow. In fact, we recently asked our most beloved listeners over at patreon.com slash retrospectors what they'd like to hear more of us do. Um, and Cara, hello Cara, Cara McGranahan, uh, said, I would request for 2022 anything that involves Arian doing more royal family accents. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to start you an OnlyFans. Yeah. I think this could be a niche. Uh, I sort of, I'm pleased to hear you say that, Cara, because it sort of feels like sometimes maybe it's an unwelcome addition to the show, at least from my co-host. I mean, I think she's not listening that carefully because she does use the plural on accents and mm. they're all Queen Victoria, as far as I recall. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, and also anything that makes Rebecca do her, I think, Chicago gangster accent again. <laughs> True, that is worth doing i've done it off mic like 10 times in this recording session <laughs> go on give us a blast humphrey bogart go on no i don't do i don't go on I, well i was doing um his girl friday earlier yeah yeah, yeah, on, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, like, uh, walter what are you talking about here see here i'm got my way out of here see you operator <laughs> right uh time for our quiz of the year then the format is I'm um, genuinely, you two don't know anything about this, right? Genuinely. It is Arian versus Rebecca. Right. I think um, we could have guessed that. So, <laughs> we're the only ones who don't know what it is. <laughs> so you get a point per correct answer, but you will lose a point for a wrong answer. Right. Right? We're about factual entertainment here. Okay. So you have to buzz in with your sleigh bells when you know the answer. Okay. Uh, okay. Just before we get going, yes. Ollie, do you want to take a punt at 
what score I will lose by. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to have a negative score. <laughs> you really? Oh, yeah. yeah that's, wow, that's five. glowing, isn't it? I think, I think Rebecca's clearly going to try with a score of about 12, and <laughs> yeah. I think, Arian, you'll be on about five. That's okay. my guess. I can feel my eyes have gone all crazy already. Producer Emma has some uh, sleigh bells on hand. Uh, I was reassured that these jingled in two distinctly identifiable ways. <laughs> okay, so give, us a, give us your one, Arian. Here's mine. And Rebecca? Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, it's subtle, but I it's mean, there. I mean, you're sitting opposite us, so hopefully you'll be able to find out which one of us is. <laughs> All right, let's play the Retrospectors Quiz of the Year. Yeah. Here's question one. As discussed in our episode London's First Olympics, how is the length of the modern marathon calculated? Arian. From my house to wherever I deem. <laughs> I could give you half a point for that. Do you want to come in, Rebecca, with the correct answer? I mean, I don't want to be a buzz killing tune. Go on. But I think it was from Windsor Castle correct. to the outside of the Royal Box. Yes, from Windsor Castle to the stadium at White City in 1908. I think I get those That's points. half a point to Ari and one point to Rebecca. I Sorry, I didn't realise we were just being funny and not being correct. <laughs> As discussed in our episode Birth of the Restaurant, Hooters flung open its doors on the 4th of October 1983. But on what date was the company incorporated? Oh, Rebecca. it was April Fool's Day. It was, the 1st of April 1983. Who wrote the following sentence? Buzz in when you know the answer. I have yet got four brothers, and part of them will vote for you anyway. And Rebecca. <laughs> it was Grace Bedell, it the, was the Grace girl Bedell. who wrote Abraham Lincoln. As discussed in our episode, The Play That Never Ends, there are two elements of the original production of The Mousetrap, Arian. It's the clock and the original presenter. Yes, I will oh. accept that. Well done, yes. Two elements of The Mousetrap that have not altered since the opening night in 1952. It is the clock on the mantelpiece of the set and the pre-recorded newsreader, played by Derek Giller. Uh, why did Arian... This is a question about Arian, but I still think Rebecca might get it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> why did Arian talk to Catherine Stamm this year? Why did... Oh, Rebecca. is she the current editor of the Cornell Daily <laughs> yeah, Sun? Good work. Yeah. Amazing. I knew well, Arian would we not hardly, remember. <laughs> we hardly ever go to the trouble of talking to anyone, so it was I like know. one of three times. I knew you had spoken to her. I just couldn't remember her publication. <laughs> is she my therapist? Wait, she? Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, she's the current editor of the Cornell Daily Sun, the oldest student newspaper in the world, <laughs> and one of the episodes on which Arian did do some original research. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only one that did any original research. <laughs> Next question. Who didn't show up on the 22nd of October, 1844. Clue, it was disappointing. Arian. Santa Claus. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Rebecca. Oh, this was one of mine, wasn't it? Yeah. It was uh, um, God. Jesus. Yes, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I, I will accept God. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, it was the great disappointment for the Millerites, as discussed in our episode, Not the End of the World. Uh, right. Where, where are we up to now at the moment, Emma, score-wise? So Rebecca has five. And Arian has one and a half. Okay, I feel happy with that. I mean, I think my ratio was bang on so far. Let's see. Um, the, the quiz continues. There's still time for me to go negative here. <laughs> erotic, erotic, put your hands all over my book. On the 21st of October, yes, Arian. Um, I don't know, Warren Beatty. <laughs> I've started, so I'll finish. On the 21st of October, 1992, Madonna redefined pre-album publicity by cladding her coffee table book, Sex, with what material? Arian. Aluminium. It was aluminium, correct. 
As I described in our episode, Colin the Caterpillar, A Cultural Legacy, Jane Asher's Mary Mary Cake for children's birthday parties in her 1980s cookbook was created from a combination of a plastic doll, a packet of midget gems, and what? <laughs> if you got really I don't want this cake. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, uh, hope. No, you've got, to, you've got to ring your bell. What no, doesn't go with sweet things? Oh, Rebecca. it was crudite. It was crudite, correct? Yes, <laughs> wow. I would have accepted broccoli. The, the picture still haunts me. <laughs> I mean, like Rebecca's one. I mean, let's all be honest. Well, at this stage, on. how many more questions have you got? Uh, about about ten. I mean, it's still come possible on, for time. you to, to equalise. Um, <laughs> like as Scotland <laughs> versus England. Do I get a point? <laughs> <laughs> no, racism oh. does not get a point, Aaron. <laughs> As discussed in our episode, Jane Austen and the Profligate Prince, how many copies of Sense and Sensibility were produced in the original print run, which sold out in 1813? Closest answer wins the point, but Aaron, you will be able to go first because you buzzed in. Mm. I'm going to do some thinking now that I've done it. Buzz, I don't think that we have a time limit on how long I can <laughs> spend over this. Padding out very well. Um, final answer, 1,000. Lock it in. 1,000, Rebecca. Original it, um, print run of Sense and Sensibility. I think it was something like 500. Well, that would make the midpoint 750, which is the correct answer, which means you both get the point. Congratulations. I'll take that. Uh, As we learned in our episode, Branson's Cola Gamble. By the end of the experiment in 1994, in what country was Virgin Cola the number one selling cola? Buzzing with your bells when you know the answer. Arian. Moldova. It's bigger than Moldova. Romania? No, okay. It's gone. It was India. Uh, 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 Yeah, a bit like India. A bit more like India. uh, Uh, Come on. Iran, uh, Jesus, Bangladesh, Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Uh, okay. Minus points for everyone. Twitter user at Fearless Fred responded to which of our episodes with a single word tweet? Git wizard. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been appropriate for so many episodes. I can give you multiple choice if required. Yes, please. Uh, was it A, the boy who poisoned his granddad? Was it B, how to bribe a senator? Or was it C, David Blaine, trickless magician? Arian. Blaine. It was David Blaine, uh, Urban Dictionary, defining the term git wizard as, quote, one who believes himself to be magic by doing stupid stunts. Uh, <laughs> was that added by That's Fearless great. Fred like two minutes before the tweet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, next question. As revealed in our, it's proper history, this one. As revealed in our episode, The First Cheerleader, four US presidents were cheerleaders at college. <laughs> really, Arian? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who were all four? One point per correct answer. George W. Bush. Yes. Remember, you get a minus point if you get one wrong. Mm. Don't just stab in the dark here. You've got Bush in the bag. Uh, certainly not Donald Trump. <laughs> no. He's I vamping. Think, he's I vamping Bush, for time. Okay. Bush Sr. No, he's lost it. Bill he lost Clinton. It. Oh, God, he's gone down negative on this answer. And and, he had Bush. You're making it easier for Rebecca. George Washington. <laughs> George Washington. <laughs> Rebecca, would you care to name another uh, so that isn't ridiculous? It was it was George W. Bush. Yes. It was Ronald Reagan. It was Ronald Reagan, yes. Uh, it, uh, surprisingly, I think one of them was FDR. Yes, it was. Yes, Franklin D. Roosevelt. And if you get the other, I'm really impressed. I'm not giving you any clues. You'd be you'd be within your rights not to want to go there. Just don't ruin it. Uh, uh, Jimmy Carter. No, oh, she went there. It was Dwight oh. D. Eisenhower. Oh yeah. Of course, Eisenhower's going to be a cheerleader. Yeah, classic. Seems obvious when you know. As we explained in our episode, the self-service revolution, the Piggly Wiggly, was the world's first modern supermarket. But in what year did it open? Again, I'll take the closest answer. Yes, Rebecca. Nineteen twenty. Arian. 
1919. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like the tactics. tactics. It's late in the day, but you do win the point. It was 1916. <laughs> Uh, here's another question about Arian's research, which we, he will not remember. As Arian revealed in our episode, Britain's First Nudist Beach, in which European nation are 15% of people polled willing to strip off? The highest proportion of nude bathers in the world, Arian. It is Germany. It is Germany, he said with conviction. Yeah, that was, it was surprising to everyone, except one of our Twitter correspondents. Yes. Who was like, like, I no, live in Germany, we get yeah, our, this, our all the time. Yeah. As I write it. This. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In our episode, Kubla Khan's kamikaze climbed down, to whom did I inadvertently give a shout-out hours after his death, even though the episode was recorded weeks in advance? Rebecca. Lionel Blair. It was Lionel Blair, and for a bonus point, can you remember why Lionel Blair came up in conversation? Yes. Aaron, you can steal this. Yes, yes. because uh, his house was called Xanadu. It was. Yes. <laughs> it was. Rest in peace. In our episode, The 33-Day Pope, Rebecca uncovered that there was a Filipino clergyman who was genuinely called Cardinal what? Aaron, it was Cardinal Sin. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> All right, this is the final question. I would say it's the tiebreak, but Rebecca has clearly won, but here we are. We're just going through the format. <laughs> as discussed in our episode, Rebirth of the Mini, what car did young Ollie Mann drive as his first motor? What was my first car? I know your car. Came up in conversation. <laughs> it was a mini adjacent car. Mm. Mini Metro. Arian, you must ring in. Mini Metro. It was the Austin Mini Metro, correct? For a bonus point, what color was it? This didn't come up in the episodes. You are just guessing. Me. Brown. <laughs> it had brown seats, and you're having half a point for that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Lots you. of cars have brown seats. Okay, okay. And gray on the outside. What color? Gray. Uh, green it, it, what, on the it, it green. was green on the outside. Yeah, I'm admiring your attempt to like rescue victory from the jaws of defeat. Come on, Emma. You can have it. Down, producer Emma. What are the final <laughs> scores, Emma? So Rebecca has eight, and Arian. 6.5. Ooh, oh, that is close. Yeah, yeah, any of us thought. You did give me cardinal sin. Yeah, and I mean, Thank I feel like that. Arian threw it's a couple of you away at the end because Arian like thought you were going to be really far Like a child. You just like home. held on to the bells on yeah, there like, no, I can't so nice. Well, well, it was fun. Christmas I was enjoying remembering time it. time of <laughs> goodwill to all hopeless podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you'll notice that I devised this and that I didn't have to answer any of these questions. I don't think I'd have done any better. Well, with that, the winner of the quiz is Rebecca. Congratulations. You win an all-expenses-paid trip to the home of Sliced bread, Chillicote, Missouri, where you can eat as much bread as you like. Uh, that is it for this year. But if you want more from us, please do join us on Patreon. Uh, if you head now to patreon.com slash retrospectors, subscribers to our top two tiers, enjoy, if that's the right word, bonus, if that's the right word, content, if that's the right word, every single week. Uh, and you can also unlock our weekly extra content if you are an Apple podcast listener right now by clicking subscribe. It's only $4.99 a month and you support the show. We're an independent production and you get an extra at least three minutes a week of us what's a polite word babbling chuntering chuntering <laughs> again rebecca wins yeah. <laughs> of us chuntering on in your ears <laughs> sometimes up to 10 minutes of bonus content uh, and you support the show as well however just before we wrap up for the year we do have some apologies. So the first one, Ollie, unfortunately, this is targeted at you. Specifically, mm. a comment you made in our episode, Signal Jamming Aliens. Uh, it's not about the extraterrestrial life, though. It's a more it's a more uh, prosaic concern. Nick Ellis says, Dover is in the Meridian region, not the Southern region. Oh. I don't think mm. I can trust anything you say again. And I built up all those nerd points in the CFAX episode, and I just pissed them away. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. Uh, and Arian, a lady who's calling herself Radical Downtown Urbanite E-City Mom on Sounds Twitter. Great. She says, 
Arian, I'm disappointed by your reception of Harry Potter in the episode Fonzie Jumps the Shark. Just wait until you start reading it to your kids and have to explain meanings and subtext. It's much more than just a kid's series. Can I read that in an ominous tone as well? Sure. I think she might have been. Just wait until you start reading it to your kids and have to explain <laughs> meanings and subtexts. Yes, no, I, I do. I sort of vaguely apologise and also I don't. I think you, I think history will show that I am right and you are wrong, radical downtown urbanite e-city mom. That's bold, isn't it? What I a mean, way I feel to like, close out the year. I feel like, I feel like Harry Potter has proven itself in the canon, but well, <laughs> good, stick to your guns. Uh, Arian, you have some apologies oh, as yes. well. Oh, yes, OK. So, uh, and another one for you, Ollie. Mm. Uh, so, Bootsy on Twitter says, Ollie... I disagree with your assertion on the episode calling Andrew Sachs that Russell Brand and Jonathan Ross's prank call was the first time that mass complaints were filed often without having heard, seen the incident. Mm. Surely the Brassai paedophile episode of 2001 takes that honour. Hmm. Well, I would, yeah, I, there was also Jerry Springer, the opera. This is the nature of doing a 10-minute show. We don't always have time to discuss every possible thing. <laughs> uh, in both cases there, though... People were whipped into a frenzy as part of the pre-show publicity, weren't they? They wanted people to be offended mm. by those things. Whereas the Bran Ross thing actually went out on radio and two weeks went by before the majority of people complained. So that is where I am drawing the distinction. Bootsy. Right. So, okay, Rebecca, this one's for you. Uh, after you claimed the mousetrap could never have been broadcast while it was still on in the West End. Yes, you official. said that was a contractual obligation of putting the mousetrap on. Yeah, right. did I actually gave yeah. a lawyer's opinion. Yeah. My, <laughs> my own opinion as a legal opinion. Okay, well, the official Twitter account of the Agatha Christie Festival, no less, tweeted <gasps> us to say, in 1947, the play was shown on BBC TV. 1947, that's right in your era, Rebecca. That's what yeah, you do in these things. Go no, home and you watch the schedule from 1947. <laughs> no, I, How did you not know that? I Was I not saying that after the play went on, they couldn't show it anymore? Uh, I think I. Mm, you think I you're really right. I the Agatha, think Christie, I was saying, the Agatha Christie Festival is wrong. Oh, actually, no, when you phrase it like that, I <laughs> think I, I would just the- like to retract my comments and sincerely apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for phrasing it in those terms before I committed a massive act of hubris. (laughs) But also, like, that's a group that's going to consist of people that enjoy murder. Mm. Arian, after our episode It's Raining Frogs, Pear from Sweden got in touch to correct you. Uh, You'd said that the Swedish equivalent for the phrase It's Raining Cats and Dogs was It's Raining Little Devils. Uh, He says no, or whatever they say in Sweden, nay, nay, nay. Yeah. Uh, in Sweden, it's blowing small devils, but it's raining small nails. I know, my Swedish really failed me in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, we should apologise to John Phillips, who's tweeted us. By the way, we are at Retrospectors HQ on Twitter, at Retrospectors HQ. Say, please, will you go seven days a week? And uh, the answer is no, that isn't going to happen. <laughs> like, it's hard enough doing it five days a week. But who knows, maybe maybe six days a week, maybe, yeah. if enough of you sign up, patreon.com slash retrospectors or Apple Podcasts and press subscribe. That's still a loose, loose promise there. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, thanks for all your support. Um, listen, have a very happy Christmas. Happy Christmas to you, Ollie. And to you, Arian, happy Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you both. And happy Christmas to you, our valued listener. See you in the new year. (laughs) See you later. Bye. Well, that's it for another year. The Retrospectors will return on January 10th, 2022. Give the gift of us. Buy a birthday episode at patreon.com slash retrospectors. Happy holidays.